Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here's Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. <clears throat> Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, we're wanting everybody to go to heaven, so we're specifically praying for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. We're praying for their past, present, future spouses, all the children they have now in the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members. By faith, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, please reveal yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman, and they would humble themselves before you, repent of their sins, receive you, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And then, Father, you get every person to a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water, receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're crying out forever, demon-possessed, demonizing, captive person to be set free and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease and your people to receive to walk in financial abundance prosperity debt cancellation of their debts the full blessing of abraham whom god blessed in all things and we agree and we thank you for it in jesus name also father we love the jewish people so much we have such great debt of gratitude to them father we're praying for their salvation we pray that the blinders and skills would fall off their hearts and minds they would see lord jesus that you are their messiah savior and lord and they would be born again from above we pray for the peace of Jerusalem according to your word. We agree, Father, they have an everlasting covenant and title deed to all the land of Canaan, which means they get 36 times the amount of land they have now. We agree they're receiving it and taking it all back, and we thank you for it. And, Father, we also cry and agree that all the hostages, any hostages that are still not rescued, would be rescued, would get back to their homes. We pray, Father God, that Israel would completely annihilate all their enemies, Hamas, Hezbollah, ISIS, Father, they would be no more. And Father, you would give them peace. So we bless them and we thank you for them right now in Jesus' name. And also, Father, we're praying for things that are, you have warned us about going on in the world. Father, uh, you realize, and Father, we have come against the digital currency. It's from the pit of hell. It's part of the one world government, Father God, trying to bring forth the mark of the beast. We come against it in Jesus' name. We pray that you would send all the plans of Joe Biden, the Fed, and the WF into confusion and derision. They would fight among themselves continually. They would find <clears throat> absolutely no agreement 
and there would be no digital currency until at least after the rapture of the church. And we thank you for it by faith. And Father God, you know the threats of terror attacks. Father, thank you for the revelation through Chris Reed about the 12 sleeper cells. Thank you for the revelation through David Cabal about the terrorists with vans going to parking garages in big cities and setting them off, bringing terrorism to America. Father, we are green and we're praying against it. We pray all these wicked, evil people were to be exposed. They would be stopped either by law enforcement or your angelic host. And Father, you would drive out of this country every person who is here illegally, and especially those who have come to do evil, Father God, foreign soldiers, terrorists, Father God, drug cartel people, sexual tra traffickers, those who are here for evil would be exposed and driven out, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Father, we agree together there will be no EMPs in America. We agree, Father God, there will no be po no poisoning of our water tables, whether it be through the wells or through the city water. We agree, Father, that's being protected. Father, please protect our food sources and our food protection plants. We come against the mRNA material they're trying to put in food, water, plants, and animals. We pray that would be destroyed and stopped in Jesus' name. Father, these are wicked, evil people. Father, bring your justice and judgment upon them and stop this evil. Also, Father, please protect our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal. Thank you, Father, that you love fossil fuels and they've, you've given us to us in a manner that we can be blessed and we can be energy independent and and be and, and walk, Father God, in, in blessing. So, Father God, protect all these resources. Don't let anybody shut them down or anybody uh, touch our power grid and take any of these resources out ever. And we agree for that right now in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. Amen. All right. <clears throat> We're going through the book of Revelation. As last week, we dealt with the seven seal judgments. You see, if you're listening to me today and you're not saved and you're going to take your chances, well, I just want to know exactly what you can expect if you don't receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Now, again, how do you know we're in the tribulation? Well, number one, the church has been raptured out. All true saints have, in an instant, in a moment of time, been snatched out. We see that in 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18 and other places in the Bible. We see by in Revelation 4, 1, the church is caught up. We're out of here. And then the tribulation comes. Now, again, how do we know <clears throat> when the first day of the tribulation is for sure? We go to the book of Daniel, chapter 9, verse 27. And he, Antichrist, shall confirm. Firm the covenant with many, talking about the Jewish people, for one week, that's seven years, and in the midst of the week, three and a half years into the tribulation, he will cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. In other words, they will have built their temple. They will be offering sacrifices. They will be deceived at first and think the Antichrist and false prophet are good people, but they're bad. And then in the middle, he goes into the temple, declares he's God, and the Jewish people say, oh, no, he's a bad guy, and they flee for their lives. Okay. Cause the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. So the first day of the tribulation, well, the church is already out here, and it may take six months to a year for the Antichrist to get things in line, but I think it'll be happen pretty quick. But when the, he signs that seven-year peace treaty, day one tribulation. 
then starts the seven seal judgments. We saw them. We saw <clears throat> that a fourth of the people on planet Earth, let's just say there's eight billion people, two billion are killed through the wars, the famine, the plagues, the pestilence that comes. Okay. And that's just the first six seal judgments. Do you understand that? Okay. Again, probably uh, happening uh, during the early part of the tribulation. Now we come to the second uh, set of judgments. Again, in case you want to stay around, here's what you're going to have to deal with. Okay. Revelation chapter 8. And we had hope opened the seventh seal. There was silence in heaven <clears throat> for about the space of half an hour. Okay. See, the things that are about to happen are so terrible that they're literally in heaven because heaven knows exactly what's going to happen. There's silence. And that means some really terrible, awful things are beginning to happen. Now realize, again, Jeremiah 37, this seven-year tribulation has nothing to do with the true church. We're out of here. It has to do with the Jewish people uh, initially being deceived by the Antichrist and seeing who Jesus is and, and many of them turning to him. But also it's God's judgment on those who have rejected Christ on the one world government system, which will be run, of course, by Satan. But the two leaders he will have is the Antichrist and the false prophet. Okay. So they're in power. They're doing evil. But God from heaven is bringing his judgments on these wicked evil people. And yet in his mercy and grace, he has two witnesses in Jerusalem for the first three and a half years doing miracles. People are getting saved. He has the 144,000 sealed Jewish evangelist, and he has angels preaching the everlasting gospel. So praise be to God, still people can get saved, but most of them, if not all, will get their heads cut off. They'll be martyrs for Jesus. Well, they'll go to heaven, so praise God for that. But again, I, this is the time to get saved. Do you understand? Because look at the things that are going on. And again, that brings us to the second uh, set of judgments. <clears throat> Verse 2. And I saw the seven angels. Again, this is taking place from heaven. It's being poured out on earth, but God's behind it. Jesus is behind it. The Holy Spirit is behind it. And the angels are being used now to pour out these judgments. So this is what you'll go through. You don't get saved and you want to take your chances. Let's look. And I saw the seven angels who stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense, which came up with the prayers of the saints, <coughs> ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and cast it upon the earth. And there were voices and thunderclaps and lightnings and an earthquake. Remember, we saw a great earthquake in the first seal judgments. Well, here's another one just before the seven seal judgments. And notice God's uh, is answering prayers. Now, we realize back in chapter 6, verse 9 through 11, there were people who've already been killed, who got saved during the first part of the tribulation. They're in heaven, and they're crying out to God that he would bring justice and judgment against those that killed him. 
and God is hear their prayers, and you're going to see God is answering that prayers. Okay. Payday Sunday, yeah, it's coming, okay, to the evil, wicked people. It begins with an earthquake. And the seven, seven angels who had seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. Okay, first trumpet. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mixed with blood. And they were cast, in cast from heaven, angels doing it and they were cast upon the earth and a third part of trees were burned up that means on all planet earth and all green grass was burned up okay so this judgment hail and fire mixed with blood goes over all the earth a third of all trees are gone and all green grass is gone. You know, these people, the Green New Deal and climate change, oh, they're using that to bring forth the one world government. But God says he's spitting on them and said, no, I'm taking all those things out. Now, good news for Christians. You've been caught up in heaven. You're with Jesus, probably going through the judgment seat of Christ, the uh, uh, marriage supper of the Lamb. Then we come back with Jesus. The earth gets renovated by fire. And then at the end to the thousand year rule of Christ a new heaven and new earth so you're going to get to see the paradise and good things but all these climate change people all these new green people and uh, they're going to see God's judgment because they wanted to do it without him they wanted to be gods instead of serve God and so the first trumpet all green grass gone a third of trees on planet earth gone this is God's judgment on those who are wicked and refuse Jesus okay Second trumpet, verse 8. And the second angel sounded, and it was like a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea, and a third part of the sea became blood. Oh, now the sea's getting all messed up. A third part of it, okay. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and a third part of the ships were destroyed. Second judgment, a third of the sea is blood because this mountain from heaven has been cast into the sea and a third part of the ships if you're in the navy you might want to get out to retire early <laughs> do you get the picture here okay this is god's judgment from heaven on a christ rejecting earth and a globalist system that he is judging that's hell when you choose the global government you're going to hell baby because you'll take the mark of the beast and not only will you receive terrible judgments in this life you'll go to hell forever what a stupid deal how ignorant can you be okay <clears throat> verse 10 and the third angel sounded and there fell a great star from heaven oh we got a story for this one burning as though were a lamp and it fell upon a third part of the rivers and upon fountains of waters and the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Okay. Now, the exciting thing about this, if you ever followed Skywatch TV and, and uh, uh, God's servant Tom Horn, who was in charge of it, and he's gone on to be with the Lord, he had three or four uh, spectacular events where God showed him end-time events or th events that were happening, and uh, three of the four have already taken place exactly but here's one that hadn't happened that he was talking about before he died 
God gave him a vision. He was in, I think, California, uh, and all of a sudden this asteroid hits off the California-Mexican coast, and he sees it, and people are running. He's in the middle of the people. He's running for his life. Then all of a sudden, God takes him up. Remember, this is like a dream or vision, and he sees it from heaven's perspective. Okay. And at the end of this uh, vision or dream, the Lord whispers in his ear, Apophis. So he begins to realize that God is showing him something that's about to happen or going to happen in the near future. Well, he does a little research. He, in fact, he searches in NASA. He finds a friend in NASA and come to find out, at least back then they were saying that there was a, uh, uh, an asteroid they had, that they had named Apophis that was either going to have a near miss or hit April 13th, 2029. Okay. So he began doing some research and did a lot of sources, and he be, he became convinced that this judgment, the third trumpet, this asteroid that is falling from heaven, will hit off the Mexican California coast April thirteenth, twenty twenty nine. Okay, which means God was giving him a date for one of the trumpet judgments. Okay, let's think just a minute. These trumpet judgments are probably approximately the middle of the tribulation. So April 13th, 2029, let's just say that's about the middle of the tribulation. Go back three and a half years. You come to October 13th, 2025. And he believed, and I agree with him, by October 13th, 2025. And it could vary just a little bit. Don't get me wrong. It could be not exactly. It could be a little bit more forward or backwards. But I'm just saying by that time, I agree with him, we will be in the seven-year tribulation, which means the rapture has already taken place. So... To me, God was given a picture how close it is to the rapture and the beginning of the tribulation. And again, needless to say, the United States will be decimated in many ways by this asteroid. And remember, even though they got their Star Wars program, God says, nope, this one's going to hit. <laughs> and you know something? God knows everything, the beginning from the end. So you don't want to be here, do you? Okay. Let's read it again. Verse 10. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven. Okay. Burning as though it were a lamp, and it fell upon a third part of the rivers, and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died, okay, needless to say, of the waters because they were made bitter. So this asteroid hits. And again, uh, Tom Horn thinks he knows the date. I agree with him. And again, time will tell. But I'm just telling you, I believe he was 100% right in everything God has showed him. So I agree this one will be exactly the same way too. Okay, third trumpet judgment. Don't want to be here, do you? Don't want to live in California for sure. All right, verse 12. And the fourth angel sounded, and a third part of the sun was smitten, and a third part of the moon, and a third part of the stars, so that the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of the heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. Okay. Fourth tr judgment. And this is talk about miracle. God smites the sun and moon. 
So what does that mean? Okay. So from that time forth, fourth trumpet, you will have eight hours of daylight, eight hours of night, and eight hours of total darkness. Think about that. Eight hours of day, eight hours of night, and then total blackout, total darkness. Well, that'll get people's attention, don't you think? I'd think so. Unless you took the mark of the beast and then you're damned forever. You probably can't even think straight after that. Okay, let's continue. Chapter 9. And then the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven. Again, this star is an angel. From heaven to the earth and to him. Again, him was given the key of the bottomless pit. There is a bottomless pit. Yes, it's under the earth. Okay. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there rose a smoke out of the pit, like the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by the reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. Okay, these are demonic creatures being released. <laughs> you know, there's Christians who don't think demons are real or the devil's real. Oh, man, <laughs> man, man, man. Okay. And to them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men who have not the seal of God in their foreheads. Okay. So see, not only during the middle of tribulation does the mark of the beast come by the Antichrist. Remember they put his image in the temple and say, worship me. And, and right then you have the mark of the beast. You take that and you can't eat or drink. Well, Satan is sealing his people. You take that mark, you're eternally damned. But God, those who do get saved, who trust in God, he marks them also. Remember the 144,000 Jews who were marked? Those who receive Christ and God, they get marked also. And they're not going to be part of this judgment, even though they're hiding out on planet Earth. Okay. Verse 5. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but they should be tormented five months. And their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it striketh a man. Okay. So, these demonic creatures are released from the bottomless pit. Everyone who's not saved, doesn't have the mark of God, these demonic creatures have permission from God to torment and sting people. And my understanding is the scorpion is the most terrible sting you can get for five months. So do you really want, want to wait until the tribulation? <laughs> do you get it? So those people who have taken the mark of the beast who are lost, for five months they'll be tormented. Now notice this also. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. God won't let you die. Nope. You're going to get tormented by these demonic creatures for five months. Five months. Oh, I thought God was love. Yes, but he's holy, holy, holy also and a God of wrath. You reject Jesus. All that's left is the wrath of God. Jesus died for you. He shed his blood. You can be forgiven and become a child of God and live forever with Jesus. That's the best choice. Okay. Here's what these demonic creatures look like. Verse 7. And the shapes of the locusts were like horses prepared into battle. And on their heads were, as it were, crowns like gold. Put picture that in your mind. And their faces were like the faces of men. 
And they had hair like the hair of women. You got that picture in your mind? And their teeth were like the teeth of lions. Okay. Just a little funny comment. No, we're not talking about a 70s rock band. These are demonic creatures. A little humor there. Okay. And they had breastplates, as it were, breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots of many horses riding to battle. And they had tails like scorpions. And there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. So they'll, they'll sting you for five months as often as they want to. You don't want to be here. You better get saved, okay? And they had a king over them who was the angel of the bottomless pit. Remember, good angels, bad angels, okay? Whose name in the Hebrew tongue was Abaddon, which means destroyer. But in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon, which means destruction. One woe is past, and behold, after the, after come two woes more hereafter. Okay. Do you see you don't want to be here? Sixth trumpet, verse 13. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Loose the four angels who are bound in the great river Euphrates. So there's four demonic angels bound who are now loosed. For the purposes of God. Okay, God's bringing judgment from heaven, right? Okay. And the four angels were loosed who were prepared for an hour, a day, and a month, and a year to a slay the third part of men. Okay. So God has an exact day already planned out. Nothing's going to change it when these creatures are released. It's during the tribulation. Did you pick up a third of mankind die. Okay. Let's go back to the seal judgments. Say we have 8 billion people. During the seal judgments, 2 billion die. You've got 6 billion left. Now in this judgment, a third of people die. Out of 6 billion, that would be 2 billion. And remember Apophis and the things hitting the asteroids? Many will die from that. So over half of planet Earth by this judgment will be dead. So much for you hiding out and making it through. Well, what are the chances? Do you really want to take that chance? Okay. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000, 000, that's 200 million, and I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire, and of jacinth, and brimstone, and the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions, and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. And by these three, here it is again, was the third part of men killed by the fire by the smoke, and by the brimstone which issued out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails. For their tails were like serpents and had heads, and with them they do hurt. Okay. Now, there's a little speculation on this. Is these more demonic creatures? Or is this a 200, man, uh, 200 million army, say, from the east? Okay. There's a lot of speculation about that. Are they demonic creatures? I tend to think so, but some people think it's a 200 million uh, military army and their equipment, for whatever reason, looks like this. I don't know. That's a stretching a little, little bit. But no matter what, demonic creatures or uh, soldiers from the east, east, okay, a third of mankind die right there, two billion. You see, 
you know, these people who think, well, we're going to live forever and we're going to rule earth and, and make it right. No, you're not. Okay. Here's the sad part. Verse 20. And the rest of the men who were not killed by these plagues, notice this, yet repented not of the works of their hands that they should worship demons. You see, you don't worship God, you're workers and demons. Did you hear that, woke church? Did you hear that, cults and isms? Okay. Should not worship demons and idols of gold and silver and bronze and stone and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders. Okay. Still murdering babies. Again, you're going to go to hell, but still murdering babies and people. Nor of their sorceries. That's pharmacia. Deals with drugs. Still doing drugs. Okay. Nor of their fornication, sexual sin. Remember, the only sex that is permitted with God is one man, one woman, marriage covenant nor of their thefts they are so hardened that they don't repent so today if you can you need to repent and get saved pray with me right now dear god i see it i see these end time judgments lord i don't want to be here jesus i'm coming to you thank you for dying for my sins and raising again i am a sinner i repent of my sins wash me in your precious blood i ask you to come into my heart lord jesus and be my savior and lord of my life i give myself to you completely both now and forever and please prepare me for the rapture amen god bless you Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.